You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of Couch.com. Making it a doubleheader today with our second episode. We focused on real baseball happenings in the first one. So check that out if you haven't already. However you get your podcast, you will find Lockdown Blue Jays on there. So you can give it a listen as we talked about MLB's potential Arizona-Florida plan and paid tribute to Damaso Garcia. But we're all missing the ability to talk about actual baseball happening. And I swear, my sister-in-law is going to start giving me lessons so I can follow along with the KBO when it comes back up. So there is hope in the future that I will be able to potentially give my opinions on the SK Wyverns. So, although personally, I'm an NC Dinos girl myself, but... I will remain impartial when commenting on KBO baseball. But until that happens, we have to make do with what we have. And for those who have been following along, and I've gotten a lot of messages from you and, and comments, and I'm so appreciative of them. It, it, it makes me keep doing it, even when Chase Anderson gives up 10 runs in a game. But that's neither here nor there. That's a discussion for later. We're going to talk about a couple things that have emerged so far in the simulated season for the Toronto Blue Jays in the out of the park baseball software. Um, after today's resigned loss to Minnesota, I have no other word for it. I mean, 10 nothing after three innings. There's not. A lot you can say when you see that double-digit number appear that early. And it's... No, I'm going to talk about that later. So that loss dropped the Blue Jays to 9-10 and on the season. They are currently sitting third in the American League East behind the Rays and Yankees, who are both at 12-7. and And ahead of the Orioles, obviously, at 4-14. and and the Red Sox, who have lost six straight now, and are sitting at 9-11. and 11. I mean, I do enjoy that. I'm not going to lie. But there have been two main reasons that the Blue Jays have essentially been like just riding waves the entire season. Up, down, up, down. Like, it's... It's amazing how they just keep playing right to the middle without actually going above it. There there are two main reasons, and we'll talk about the glaringly obvious one that I've railed about repeatedly on my Twitter in the second half, but the more troubling one, and the one that we definitely don't want to see replicated in real life, uh, is coming on the offensive side of the ball and it's been the seemingly 
omnipresent sophomore slump that has hit basically every young Blue Jay. The hat is up. And by every young Blue Jay, I mean the three main ones, of course. We're talking about Kevin Biggio, Bo Bichette, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And, you know, it's it's been very easy to look at Bo Bichette and his struggles so far in a season. He's only batting 183. He, he only has the one home run so far this season. In his last five games, he's three for 28. His OPS on the season has dropped to 498. I mean, that's Anthony Alfred, that's Gift and Gope territory for Bo Bichette. And he, is, he should not be in that territory. It's plain and simple. He is a better player than that. He should be hitting better than that. But it, it's like he's lost any ability to power the ball every time he's up there it's like a a sharp tapper to a shortstop or a dribbler to the pitcher and Bichette's unable to beat it out and you've seen him well I've seen him you haven't seen him but he's been visibly frustrated in the games and his strikeouts are way up like it it looks like he's forgotten what his plan is when he goes up to the plate. He's already struck out 13 times this season, which when you compare it to last year, when he struck out 50 times in 46 games, he's still kind of on that pace, but he's just not producing anything to go with it. I mean, in those 46 games in 2019, he had a war of 1.8. You look at this season, and his war is currently negative 0.3. Again, Gift and Gope territory, Richard Urania territory, Alan Hansen territory. These are not names you want to associate yourself if you're Bo Bichette. It's, it's been remarkable just how much he struggled to piece things together. And and it's not to say he's he's not totally been able to do it he had a run there where he had hits in eight of nine straight games but again it's those one for fives it's this inability to advance runners or or take advantage of situations where situational hitting would help and it's been really frustrating to watch the the top of the lineup seemingly be unable to do anything um to not totally pick on Bo. Kevin Biggio is four for 32 in his last five games. Just, um, sorry, last eight games. One hit in his last five games. And, like, the stolen base thing is cute. He was five for five on the season. He leads the team in stolen bases. I don't think a Blue Jays had five stolen bases since, like, Ben Revere. Which is nice. But, again, doesn't really matter when you can't consistently get on base. And and that's the, again, something we're seeing with these guys. They're starting to get fooled more. They're starting to strike out more. And Biggio, again, last year, 123 strikeouts in 100 games. This year, he's already at 23 and 19. He's, he's still well on that pace. But again, the production isn't there with it. And... He was doing really well before. I think before this recent slump, he was batting 333. He's down to 261 now. And and last year, you know, he was able to hit home runs to make up for it. 
He had 16 last year, just the one so far this season. The power outage from those two is worrying. And they can't rely on Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to make it up anymore. Vladdy only has four extra base hits in April in this simulation. He's not driving the ball very hard. When he does hit it into the outfield, it's high and it's hanging up and outfielders are getting to it. There's not a lot of hard contact that's getting out there. And lately, when the Blue Jays do get hard contact, it's coming from the veterans. It's coming from Travis Shaw, who had three home runs in those three games against Minnesota and is now tied with Vladdy with six home runs on the season. It's Randall Grichuk, who has raised his batting average back up to a respectable Grichuk level to the delight of some fans out there. He was, again, he was batting 080 on April 2nd. He's now up to, to 221 after today's 0 for 4. He was at 234. So, Grichuk's made adjustments. He's he's figured things out to be, you know, productive. And we're just not seeing that from any of the younger guys on this team. Like, Danny Jansen's had a bit of a run lately where he's been able to climb back up towards the Mendoza line a little quicker than he did last season. But it's it's not enough coming from that deep. So it's very worrying to just know that you're looking at your best hitters going up there and you don't have any confidence that they're going to do something. And that's that's what made even that 3-0 lead in today's game seem insurmountable. The fact that there was nothing good happening with the Blue Jays' best hitters. And that's a very disheartening place to be. We'll talk about the problems the Blue Jays have had even when their hitters are hitting after this break. But just a reminder that this episode is brought to you by Postmates. Sometimes you just need a breakfast burrito in your hand or you need a six pack of white claw or you just need some takeout from your favorite restaurant that you want to keep going in these times of uncertainty and postmates is there to help you you can order whatever you want from postmates you can order that food from the restaurant you can order uh groceries from the grocery store i'm gonna have to go out and get gin for my roommate Or I could use Postmates and just save my time and just be happy here in my apartment. Convenience stores, clothing stores, they can go there too. You just got to download the Postmates app on your phone, on whatever system. You just find your favorite outlets and you'll get anything you want delivered within the hour so you don't have to run to the store and fight all those people who are stupid and not wearing masks. So for a limited time... Postmates is giving listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. You just download the app, use the code Locked On, and you'll get that $100 free credit for your first week. So you can use Postmates for literally everything. So anything you need, anytime you need it, just Postmate it. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So I spent the first half of this episode railing on the Blue Jays hitters. And 
they've been part of the problem. The other part of the problem is when they do hit and when they get leads and the starters are pitching well, aside from Chase Anderson, who, again, was throwing batting practice today against Minnesota. All the other starters are pitching well, but then they go to the bullpen and the bullpen completely lets them down. Today wasn't even the first disappointing loss to Minnesota. On Monday, there was that 10-7 extra innings loss where the Blue Jays entered the ninth with a 6-2 lead. You'd think that's safe. The Graphs certainly thought it was safe. They thought it was a 99% chance of winning. Minnesota had other ideas, and so did the Blue Jays' bullpen. Thomas Pannone went out there, faced three batters, gave up the home run to a Harry Adrianza, and Ken Giles was summoned. So, Giles has already been struggling a bit this season. Uh, there was those, those back-to-back games in Cincinnati, against Cincinnati where he came out, gave up runs in both innings, blew the save in the second outing. And there was that worry when he, when Giles came in after Pannone. Um, it was back-to-back games for him, but he only needed nine pitches to shut down Kansas City. You would have thought, all right, you know, he had a really light game. It's probably fine. can probably handle it. Nope. Gives up the hit to Jorge Polanco. Gives up the home run to Nelson Cruz. Gives up the home run to garbage person Miguel Sano. His ERA is now up to 12.46. And... He, he, it it just looks like the confidence isn't even there anymore. I mean, he gave up five home runs last year in Toronto. He's already given up three this season. His whip is at 185, which is 56 points higher than his previous worst season when it comes to whip. And that was a 129 with Houston back in 2016. It... It just looks like he's he's broken. And he doesn't even have the excuses that some of the other guys have. I mean, Pannone got the lefty job by default and he couldn't even hold on to it because he got optioned down and now Brian Moran had his contract purchased, so he's on the roster. Rafael Delis has an 11.57 ERA, but he's adjusting coming back from Japan and he didn't even blow that game against Minnesota. It was Anthony Bass because Anthony Bass went out there and look like Chase Anderson because he could not get a single out in that game. And, like, I've jokingly called Wilmer Font the relief ace since he has a 123 ERA, but he gave up the hit to allow those two extra runs score and just put Monday's game completely out of reach. It was a combined blown effort from that team. And... If it wasn't for today's game where the Blue Jays essentially got like six and a third scoreless innings out of the out of the bullpen, nearly perfect innings. If it wasn't for one walk from Danny Salazar, it would have been perfect. Like between Salazar, uh, Moran and Sean Reed Foley throwing two perfect innings. He's looked great in the bullpen. It's amazing what he's doing there. But It's just been frustrating to know that no lead is safe. Even a four-run lead isn't safe. And when you have that little faith that your bullpen's going to go out there and and do its job, 
when you have to have Matt Shoemaker out there throwing 110 pitches on that reconstructed arm just to try and make sure that your bullpen doesn't have too many chances to blow the game. That's not a position you want to be in. And the Blue Jays have built bullpens on the cheap for so long. Like, it, it's legitimately holding them back now. And with an offense that can't be counted on to hit, you need to make sure that when you do get your chances to take a lead, that you do not squander them. They're lucky they didn't do that on Tuesday's game. Shunyamaguchi came in, got the save, looked good. But it's it's something that obviously needs to be addressed with this team. And there's there's talk that it will be. Um, I know yesterday uh, there were reports that San Diego had waived Craig Stamen. I asked you the fans. Fans want Stamen, so I know Toronto put a claim in him. We'll see if that holds up, because that would be a nice arm to add to the bullpen, a, a veteran presence in the 36-year-old Craig Stamen. But... It's it's something that's gonna gonna remain to be seen. And and the guys in the rotation, Ryu, Roark, Shoemaker, even Trent Thornton, they deserve to know that they're not handing off to to an abyss. So that's what I wanna see. I mean, Starter's ERA has been great. Before Anderson got blown up, it was like fourth in the American League. Everyone was within like four. And Obviously, that's not the case for Chase Anderson anymore, but what can you do? Chase Anderson's just, I don't even know. I don't even know what happened. Just literally everyone was getting a hit. Pretty sure they called Kent Herbeck out of the out of the dugout and he got a hit. It was just ugh, disgusting. Anyway, that's a topic for another day. We have reached the end of this episode. Uh, Just a reminder that if you want more fake baseball talk, you'll get more tomorrow. We're going to have a special guest returning to the podcast. uh, A person who's doing their own prominent Blue Jays Sim of 2020 and who I will be comparing notes to uh, when I talk to them tomorrow. So feel free to check that out. If If you've been paying attention to Blue Jays Twitter, you know who I'm talking about. You know, we've already talked about it on Twitter, so it's going to be fun. Um, If you want to get involved and ask questions or anything like that of me or this person who may not be Mike Wilner, um, you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya. However you get your podcast subscribed so you don't miss an episode, especially when we do these double headers. And follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. And we will be back tomorrow on the Blue Jays off day. And we will be having a good talk with that person who I just mentioned a minute ago. Whatever. Y'all, y'all know who it is. Yeah, so feel free to come back tomorrow. Check out my conversation with Mike Wilner. And until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network, this is just a reminder that, hey, now that you're done with this episode, tell your smart device, 
play Locked On Fantasy Baseball to hear that with Scott Cullen and stay prepped for when baseball does come back, even if it is that stupid Arizona plan. Either way, you'll be ready. So, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to the second of today's episodes. And y'all take care. 